Welcome to the very first episode of The Inside Joe. Uh, today we get to know Rob and Andre, very close friends of mine. Uh, we get to talk about music, love, and a bionic penis. Um, if you listen close enough, you'll definitely hear us slurring our words because we did have a couple of drinks along the way. But uh, let's go get it. We have Rob uh, over here, if you want to say hi, Rob. Hey, guys. What's up? So um, just kind of wanted to get to know Rob before we kind of begin here. Um, for Obviously, for those that don't know him, which is most of you, Rob knows how to fight. Is that right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I love to fight. Yeah, what kind of fighting do you do? Uh, karate, taekwondo, boxing, all of that stuff. I just don't like grappling. I don't like another man on top of me. <laughs> <laughs> so where did, where did you start learning how to fight, though? Uh, started, I was 11 years old. Um, I got into it because I was super overweight, so I wanted to learn how to defend myself, yeah. also lose weight. Yeah. So it was always something that I was interested in. Is that something like, does anyone, do you have something that looked up to, you had something to look up to, or was it just like, I need to learn how to fight, <laughs> or I just enjoy fighting? Have you ever seen this movie called, uh, what's the name, uh, Bruce Leroy? Uh, it's like a black Bruce Lee. Bruce yeah. Leroy. The, yeah, the, the last, last dragon. dragon. The last dragon. Yeah, I know. The last dragon. No, the boy I don't starts, know that starts glowing. Yeah, so like in the movie, he yeah. caught a bullet with his teeth. Okay. The black guy. Yeah, yeah. And he just went Super Saiyan after that. Yeah. And he beat the master called Show Nuff, was it? Yeah. Show, who's the baddest? Show, Show Nuff. Nuff. <laughs> yeah. So basically, this was like so the black Bruce Lee, uh, yep. and you saw that movie at how old? Oof, I think I was nine, ten. And then you were like, I want to be that guy? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it was nice, man. All right, so that's when you started fighting. What else do you have? Any other interests you have? Not really. I'm just a physical person. You yeah. Know, you know I'm pretty physical. <laughs> yeah, you're a physical guy. I do know Rob pretty well, and I know that you have some musical interests that people, if they met you, would be very shocked by. Why do you think it would be shocking, though? You are, you are a strong black man. Bruce Leroy? <laughs> uh, that, that uh, if, you know, just to describe what Rob looks like, I think I, I always said that you look like you could have played like a like a cornerback in the NFL if you really wanted to, or at least college, if you trained for it. Um, okay, I could see that. So, like, the type of music, uh, if you want to just let everyone know what music you actually do listen to. Uh, screamo, metalcore, deathcore. Stuff like that. Event Sevenfold, Bring Me to Horizon, yeah. stuff yeah. like that. It's so like really chill music. That's chill? No. Come on, man. All right. So, uh, th- you know, we're going to get to know Rob a little bit more um, as we keep going. Um, to my right, we actually have another uh, interesting guy here. Yeah. Uh, his name is Andre. What's up, guys? Um, so if you could tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I know, so knowing Andre, too, I know both of these guys really well which is why i had them on the first uh podcast here mm-hmm. and um so you are you make your own music yeah and what kind of music is that hip-hop nice oh, hip-hop nice yeah. so i make uh own beats i rap uh also record uh certain days this other rock band been recording with them so help them record their demo yeah so i love all that stuff but right now i'm just focusing on uh recording my own demo right now so excited about that yeah, yeah. nice nice and going back like when did you first start thinking like you know i want to make my own music <clears throat> probably like 14 i want to say yeah 
I mean, this other dude, this other white boy in class, we used to always just write rhymes and then just, just spit them freestyle and all that shit, yeah. Cool. I started making beats, and then mm-hmm. from there, just bought some recording equipment. I think, like, Cubase was the first thing I used, and from there, just, just took off, yeah. And you're from, originally, so you live in Chicago most of your yeah. life, uh-huh. but you're originally from the Boston area? Yeah, not not inside of Boston, like 30 minutes outside of Boston, but originally, yeah, East Coast. So. Okay. Lost the accent along the way, but I, I moved over here halfway through my junior year. So, okay. Yeah. And then, so you moved here, and that is that kind of around the same time you kind of picked up on music? No, I, I was doing it over there, yeah. Okay. Still doing it over there with my friends, uh, but then, you know, switched more into the solo gear. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. So, kind of going for both of you guys, this question's for both of you. Okay. Uh-huh. Very first CD you ever bought. <laughs> so, uh, whoever got it first. Nelly Country Grammar. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yep. That was the first CD. And I are you ever. proud of it? Uh, <laughs> not really, but what can you do? It's, it's not a bad choice. I'll I'll let you know what mine was later, but no, it's not a bad choice. It's just <laughs> my my mom. She told me not to listen to the curse word version. Yeah. So one day she came home early and heard me listening to it, and she beat me for it she beat you <laughs> yeah she beat my ass what, what swears were in there I don't, I don't even remember it's like shit everything really it's hip hop what did she whip you with a belt what you mean hey yeah. hey I think we all have stories of like once they get to know me a little bit better we'll go into what else I've been trying <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's a good point we won't, we won't go straight to abuse too funny. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, let, we'll let that ease into it we'll ease into abuse <laughs> so what about you Dre First album. I was like, whoop, whoop. No, no. <laughs> no. First CD you ever uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Damn, I'm trying to think. I can't remember which came first, but I know Mob Deep, H&IC was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was some, some bullshit other one. I, I can't remember, but I know it was like, what, like young cash money shit. And it was like, it was I don't know if it was some Birdman shit or whatever. Worst album I ever bought, though. I, I hated that shit. <laughs> Why'd you buy it? I, I was just in the record store looking for what looked cool. And oh, so know, at the time, I didn't really know. I looked and I'm like, yeah. this this looks like it could be some shit. And then I bought it and uh, worst money I spent. So to make both of you guys feel better about your choices, I have my very first legitimate CD, like the whole CD I bought. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Uh, it was... I secretly went and bought the uh, Backstreet Boys CD. Oh, hell no. <clears throat> But the uh, the real CD I wanted before that though so that I really looked for was uh, <laughs> was Green Day. But uh, we're gonna move on here. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna go just, just to some questions here. Rob, you had one for us. Oh yeah. Um, so what do you guys think about when you hear play chestnut checkers? What do you guys think about that? What comes to mind when you first hear that? Thinking like thinking moves ahead of people. So. Plus, also, depending on the people that you have around you, you're not going to treat... Like, checkers, every piece is the same. So you got to know the people around you, how to orchestrate. So you you already know who's your queen, who's your knight, who you're going to send in which place. And also just thinking, like, five steps ahead of somebody. Okay. So you're still on level one. I'm, like, level 20. So this is like a... Super same shit. (laughs) So this is like a psychological question. Like, first thing that pops into your head when I say chess versus checkers... Is that what you're asking? Pretty much, yeah. First thing I, I think of, 
<laughs> I think about relationships, I think. Why? Because I think yeah. that's just the way I'm built. I think I always focus on relationships but more than... what about relationships? And when you say relationships, yeah. you don't just mean like a, a woman and a man. You, no. You mean like overall people. Overall right? people. Okay. Yeah, like friendships, uh, work. Um, yeah. It could be, okay. it could be um, you know, a relationship oh, with a girl you. too. But you. overall... Relationships, let's go there. Yeah. Didn't happen to me. Sure. Let's say you see two people that's happy with each other and someone from the outside wanting what the other person may have, they know they just can't come up to your face saying, look, I want this. I want this with you. Because they're going to say, no, I like this other person. Sorry, can't really do anything. Yeah. Okay. Person sit down, plot. And then they just try and think of other ways where they can get this other person to reject you. So when they do, they come into the circle. And even if they don't choose you, nine out of ten chances they can get you to do something with them so if you try and go back to the other party it's like oh I can't believe you did that with this guy or I can't believe you did that with this girl <laughs> so that's chess yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's chess but it lacks integrity and it's yeah. just wrong what do you think about that Dre does that come I mean, to similar mind yeah I, I get it though I mean it depends what situation you want to use it in like competition wise obviously but uh like you said relationships and shit um Checkers, yeah, <laughs> but I'm biased because all of the times I heard that it was just bad. Well, let me that brings me to this true, that brings you me hear it in mostly corporate settings, too. That's that brings me to this question, though. I guess, kind of similar to what you just ended with, Dre, and, and what I was talking about. Yeah, would you want a, a chess type of relationship with a girl or a checkers type of relationship? Checkers, yeah. you want checkers? Oh, yeah. Why? Checkers, it's simple, it's easy, you get each other. There's a lot of girls that like to complicate shit. Yeah. And try to be like, well, you should just know this. Just come out and tell me what it is, like what you want or what I'm yeah. not giving you. But you want to go about it in this roundabout way and throw all these tests at me along the way. And then if I don't pass your test, you're going to just call me out on it. So I'm like, just keep it Yeah. What about you, Rob? I know what I want, but I don't think checkers exist anymore. It doesn't. <laughs> with, with, with relationships, like it, yeah. you don't yeah. you don't see it too often. Where it's just like, oh, they know what I want, or this is simple, this is simple, because of people where they came from. They came yeah. from people like, oh, kind of fail too fast, so you got loop A, B, C, or you got uh -huh. example one, two, three that you need to get through in order for me to. Mm -hmm go for it and then on top of that checkers is is simple a lot of people don't like simple anymore yeah it's true Very so true. yeah, yeah. Some no people I, like complicated shit you can't lie it's a little bit fun sometimes yeah it's true a little bit fun as long as it's not over the, the same reason why people like all these reality tv show dramas and guys you know uh, you know what really helps with this complicated checkers or chess game that we play with is our sponsor for today. <laughs> Who's our sponsor? Our sponsor, I'm glad you asked, Rob, thanks. So our sponsor is Fun. Fun? There's no, that's my favorite band. I can't, how do they even know who we are? Um, so our producer Dre is here telling me that we're sponsored by Fun, is that true? Yeah, yeah, just read. Oh, okay, so um, wow, we're, we're sponsored by Fun. It's my favorite band. Um, they're the guys who sing Some Nights, one of my favorite songs ever. Um, just keep reading. Just keep reading. Um, fun. Um, it's the feeling that you have when you're having a good time. It is not the band that you, the 
Joe enjoys. Oh, so it's not the band. It's just the feeling fun. Um, so I guess we don't have a sponsor for the segment. It's just uh, fun. So have a good time. Piece of shit. <laughs> okay, let's let's keep it going then. I guess just take me to where, you know, your first relationship that you felt something with and how that went. I was around 18 or 19. It was a long-distance relationship with this girl in Texas. Um, it went pretty well. I wouldn't... How can I put it? I felt something, so it felt good. But... Um, like most first relationships they never last mm-hmm. so yeah that's about it did you feel like so I guess what, what's, what's really interesting about the first relationship is you don't know where it's gonna go like now we could look back on it and be like yeah of course that's not gonna work out but when you're in it I feel like you're like hey can this feeling last forever you know oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. So that's crazy I think to look back on that and how different, you know, when we look back on things. Mm-hmm. When you're in it, you're really in it. You have no you're idea. You're so blind. Yeah. Like, you're so blind. It's such a disadvantage, though. Yeah. You, you need to be able to see, like, everything. Not, not saying, like, you need to see everything so you could go out and test the water. Yeah. Not yeah. saying it like that, but you need to be aware, like, hey, this don't make sense. Why, yeah. don't, why am I with you? Learn how to play chess. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Dre? I think you still need some time. I know. I was thinking. Because <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm rifling through my head, like, which one was really, like, the first real. No, I, I, I got one. Um, like you said, obviously, you felt something, whatever. Um, you trust that person a lot. Like, you think they could do no wrong, so to speak. Yeah. And then when they step out of bounds, you're like, fuck. <laughs> uh, letting you in here. I grew up in a very conservative family. Um, did not allow dating uh, during high school. Yeah. So we went to like I had a we had a fight to go to dances. Me me less so because I was the youngest. So so like you couldn't go to prom if you had- my my siblings could not go to prom. Damn. I did because I'm a bit more rebellious, I guess you could say. But, um, but yeah, allowed to. I mean, they. By the time it got to me, they didn't care as much, <laughs> which is probably why I have this podcast and yeah. doing weird stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, when as soon as I went to college in Boston, I, I did my best to get the heck out of Chicago. Um, did not want to continue to this trend of whatever I was living. Um, so I went to Boston, met a girl really quick. Um, Met her in a bathroom. I believe she was going into she was going into um, the boys' bathroom, and then that's so you guys met in the boys' bathroom. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, I don't. I think the first thing I said to her was, uh, "You're not supposed to be here." (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, kind of fast forwarding. um, Yeah, that was like the first girl that I really had feelings for. What I learned, anything that kind of goes that quickly, amazing and scripted, goes down scripted as, as as like the ending of that movie where it's like sad and depressing and ridiculous. Well, that's understandable. Like anything yeah. that has the power to make you feel that good, mm-hmm. if it's not there, it makes you feel like shit. Yup. 
<laughs> so I get it. I get it. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's where I'm coming from with that. Um, I like how this has become like a. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're, yeah. We're gonna. We're gonna interject this with a new segment here. Um, it's a good time to go to do. Quick chatter. Quick chatter. Chatter. Quick chatter. Quick chatter. Quick chatter. News. So basically, we're gonna just go through some. Uh, some news clippings here that you probably have not heard of yet. Promise you, it's not going to be anything to do with Donald Trump Thank or you. shootings um, or anything that is extremely depressing because that's all that's on the news right now. Um, so hopefully, you guys learned some stuff here, um, and then we'll talk about some of these. Okay. So the first one, I'm just going to read from this first clipping. A former security worker at Brink's company has been charged with stealing almost $200,000 worth of quarters. Quarters, so not dollars, quarters. An FBI investigation concluded that Dennis had replaced coins with beads in ballistic bags belonging to the Federal Reserve Coin Inventory. He must repay the money and face a federal sentence. The maximum Mm -hmm. penalty for bank theft is 10 years in prison and $250,000 of fines. Talk about a nickel and diamond situation. <laughs> but my my thing is about that. If you know if you get caught, you're yeah. gonna do this time anyway. Why not go all out? Not justify. Yeah. yeah. But why do it with beads and quarters? You still face the same amount of time if you get wet. So I take it he did this over time too, like he little did this by over little. Time. Yeah. But it's crazy to me because 200 grand and it tells 250 grand just to fuck. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's also all quarters. So where is he going to, like, what bank is he going to that's not suspicious I'll of? I'll cash it out every day. No, it's probably like Coinstar. Like, yeah. uh, like uh, local grocery stores. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, struggle, man. Man, that's crazy. I always thought about that, though. Like, the brink security guards. Like, that's had to happen. And then did, I guess. That's so dumb. Um, We're we're gonna go to the next one here. This is a very recent news here. So Wednesday March 23rd You might have heard of this one a beer and potato chips A beer beer and potato chips were left sprawled all over a Florida highway after a Budweiser truck reportedly collided with Frito-Lay's truck creating one hell of a party (laughs) (laughs) So there's (laughs) there's potato chips and beer all over a highway in Florida I don't think that's we have to say yeah, that's all. That's, <laughs> it's this one, uh, I want your opinions on this one. Uh-oh. A Scottish man surgically outfitted with a so-called bionic penis has lost his virginity at age 44 with a sex worker who donated the session. Charlotte Rose, the escort and sex activist, heard about a, uh, a bad's plight through media reports and reached out to him to be his first. Rose called the experience an honor. Your first time is a memory in your life you never forget. I'm sure having sex with a bionic penis will also make you not forget. So, <laughs> he, he, he didn't lose Wait. his virginity. He, he didn't lose it. Yeah. It wasn't his penis. Wait. So it doesn't count? Can he, can he feel anything? Like, what is... I would assume he could feel something. Okay. It, it was... Does it make sense? I don't so you think it's like a dildo, pretty much? Yeah, yeah it's pretty like much. it's like saying, "Hey, Rob, I know you can't have sex, so I'm gonna give you a dildo, and then I go <laughs> do whatever, a strap on." Yeah. Yeah. Am I truly having sex? Nah. 
So what's so what part of the portion would you be like half bionic, half true penis? Is that sex? What? Like what ratio are we talking about? Where there's no ratio. Like it's just fifty fifty. <laughs> like, yeah, like you you're not having sex. You you're not. Especially if, if he's not feeling anything. I think he is. Like yeah, it's gotta be hooked up somehow. I understand, but nah, bro. So he's still there's still some in your tricks eyes. in there. Is it like a 007 bionic penis? Like, I'm gonna be honest, I didn't want to like dive too deep into this know, bionic penis. He, he didn't lose his virginity. So, in our eyes, I guess we could all say, us three say that he still is a virgin yeah. at yep. age 44. We're living in the future. And for our final segment, we actually have a sponsor from, uh, I can't believe it, one of my favorite musical artists of all time, Adele. Um, that's what my producer Andre is telling me right now. You gotta be shitting me, right? We got Adele? It's Adele. How does she even know that we have this show? Adele. Just read it. Okay. Um, wow. Um, uh, Adele. Um, it's Adele desktop computer locked in a room. Um, desktop Adele. Adele desktop computer locked in a dark room our sponsor so it's not the, it's not the singer it's just a desktop Dell computer a Dell so we don't have a sponsor apparently for today's episode at all but let's finish strong and keep on rolling and our next segment our final segment we're gonna be talking about social media all right we all use it, it. we all have it so let's talk yeah. about it um, so, I mean, I mean, there's Facebook, there's Twitter, Snapchat, there's Instagram, a bunch of stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, Rob, what do you want to talk about here first? Um, the main one I actually use is Facebook. So, we can start there if you want to. Okay. All right. So, Facebook, um, obviously, I think that's something that's been on. I, I would say, like, I know for me, Facebook started. Actually, I know exactly when it started for me. It was uh, freshman year of college, I believe, is when Facebook kind of really opened up. How old were you? Yeah. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> I realized showing my age. Um, I, it was my freshman year of college, so I was like seventeen, eighteen, eighteen probably. Okay. Okay. This when when, when uh, Facebook first came out, yeah. freshman year. Yeah. That's so eighteen, something like that, and um, that was when you like basically you went on those group. Um, anyone that was going to your university, you basically just friended everyone you never met. Because no one knew each other, no one knew how to use Facebook, so you're basically friends with a bunch of strangers. Um, Actually, so, let's talk about that. Like, yeah. Let's talk about the evolution of how it started yeah. and how it is now. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'll start it off with, with going with that. I remember, so I went to Suffolk University in Boston, um, and before uh, that summer... Facebook came out and it was open to the public, I guess I, I should clarify. Probably mm-hmm. opened up to the public at the universities um, that summer. And we all went on it. We thought it was like crazy. We're like, this is exactly what we're like looking for in high school. So we could all kind of like connect a little bit better. Um, and then you would just get friend requests after friend requests as, as far as, as long as you were like, I'm going to this college. And basically you would just friend everyone that was going to that college particularly the ones you found attractive to be honest and um, i remember one time i went to orientation for um 
Suffolk University, and there's one guy. I was again in the bathroom with. <laughs> I, I don't want this to be a theme, but like, <laughs> I was at orientation, and I'm like, this guy looks so familiar. I like, oh, where do I know him from? And then it hit me, and, and I think he had the same kind of thought. And we both looked at each other, and we're like, this is awkward. Because, like, you knew each other from Facebook, but that's about it. Yeah. So there's no real connection. Yeah, I got it. So I think that's, like, the start of it. What about you, Andre? Shit. For me, I feel like... You guys remember MySpace? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I started out on MySpace, and I I, I didn't even know how to use it. I had a girl pimp out my page. And then, uh... Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's a different story. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um... (laughs) No, but MySpace was like the kitty version. Then Facebook, I felt like was like, okay, this is more adult. This is cool. But then, yeah, I feel like Facebook was like the first kind of dating shit. Like people used to, yeah. like you said, check out girls. You used to, I know some guys used to fucking stalk girls on there, hit them up, crazy comments on the pictures and shit. What was some guys? Um, was that you or? I'm not gonna lie. Here and there, I, I, I didn't. No, I wasn't crazy. I wasn't crazy. But I'm not gonna lie, you know, you peep pictures, you're like, that girl's fine, come on. Um, from there though, like, I, I kind of fell off Facebook after a while though, because I, after a while, I just, I just got annoyed of it. I was, I was sick of that. Shit. How long like, is? Because uh, people were just trying to put like the best shit on there. I felt like it was kind of fake after so a while. So what? How long? How many years before you felt that way? Uh, year and a half, two years. Oh, it's so pretty quick. Pretty quickly, yeah. I kind of huh. grav- gravitated away from that. Yeah. Instagram has been my shit more recently. Gotcha. I feel like it's easy. It's just pictures. Yeah. What about you, Rob? Um, Facebook. Uh, it started off good. Like if you went to school with someone, you had mutual friends. Cool. So it was always something that was like super simple. Yeah. But as time went on, it became more of like fuck book. <laughs> so, <laughs> so which pretty, is a thing now. <laughs> yeah. So so pretty much like, I guess everyone is like random until you actually meet them in person but now like Mm -hmm. you'll have random people that can message you yeah add you your friends and it's all because of they may not like you yeah or they you're intriguing to them so they want to actually see like hey what's going on like some relationships actually start from facebook now people actually hook up now over facebook Mm mm-hmm but it was it was pretty simple for me. Like it never really turned into anything like dating for anyone. Do you, yeah. do you still like it, or do you feel like you're done with it? It's the devil. <laughs> so, so I take it you're done with it. No, like when you say it's the devil, though, what do you what do you mean? Um, on your way to work in the morning. Yeah. How many people do you see on their phones on the train? You don't have to answer. So I guarantee. Seven. <laughs> Everyone. I I get sure. I guarantee you, if I see seven people on the train on their phones, even though I'm not looking at their screen, probably about five or six are on Facebook. Mm. Not talking to anyone, just scrolling. Yeah. That's the devil. In everybody's business. That that I wanna see what you're doing. You know, I what I don't understand is the fascination of back in the day you went on vacation. I'm talking about back, back in the day, like the 1960s times. I wasn't, we weren't alive, obviously, but like you watch shows, etc., or even like the 90s. Yeah. People go to vacation, they have slideshows of like, hey, this is what I did. This is me on an elephant. 
this is me doing yada yada and no one would care everyone's like this is boring how do I avoid this yep. but now it's like oh I want to see this yep. this is amazing like I don't get that <laughs> where's that fascination coming from I could care less yeah, they only put the good parts too yeah, of course, of course. Just like when you had people like on MySpace life. like taking snapshots of their tax return in the middle of the year. <laughs> and I, I've never seen that yeah. shit. Wait, what? I've so never seen that. Like, yo, you'll have people like posting pictures of like, oh, look at my refund, really? blah blah blah. Yeah, Damn. and then in the middle of the year, or probably two months later after they spent all the money, right? You don't see any more pictures of money. No. They broke. Nobody wants to post that shit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I think I think it stems the to highlights. I think it stems to how everyone is more of wanting to be seen. Yeah. And wanting pretty much vanity. It's yeah. ego based. It's very ego based. Yeah. Vanity. So I feel like, you know, a lot of they may not necessarily admit it. But like you going on a rant on Facebook. Oh, I can't stand this. I can't stand this. Mm hmm. Or you want to make a point how grateful you are. Mm-hmm. Or you want to post this. It's just... Well, kind of going with that, I think we need to talk about when it's your birthday. Okay. And, and how many times you get, happy birthday, Joe. Or yeah. HBDAY. Or like, what, what's the one that... <laughs> what's, what's the one that... It's like super lazy. It's just like H... HBD. 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 Yeah. I thought that was a sexual transmitted disease at first. I'm not even kidding. I'm like, <laughs> HBD, why would you put that on my wall? It's my birthday. But um, I don't get this. Yeah. I remember the first time, the first year I had Facebook and the birthday and everyone commented on it. It was actually really nice. Like I'm like, oh, wow, this many people care about me. That's, right. that's weird. But then after a while, you're like, I, I didn't ask to put this on. Like, I don't want you to have to work. Or put this little thing in there. I don't... It doesn't do anything. The thing about that is, how many times have you seen people post on your wall, happy birthday, don't text or call? All the At time. All. At all. So, which means if I post it on your wall, that's that whole more, more importance over me actually texting your phone yeah. or calling you saying oh, yeah. happy birthday. So, oh, yeah. which means like people hold Facebook up so high, like, oh, I put it on your wall. You didn't see it? How does that replace me reaching out to you? Well, what, what I will say about that is my closest friends are the ones that, like, on my birthday, we're going out together, or they're giving me a call if they're not in the same state as me or texting me. Texting. They're not the ones that write my wall. The ones that write my wall are people that, like, they went to work, they got the annoying notification from Facebook that exactly. it's my birthday, exactly. and exactly. they feel obligated. Right. Like, oh, you know what? I kind of, that guy was okay. Yeah. Well, I should give him a shout out. But, like, what, I'm not a freaking radio station. Like, I don't need that. You yeah. know, like, but let me be completely honest. If it's my birthday and I have zero replies on Facebook, <laughs> yes. I'm going to feel pretty shitty that day. <laughs> and and that, that goes back to what I was saying. Like, you have people that post because they saw the notification. Hey, exactly. HBD. Yeah. You're That's like, a okay. hell of a sexual disease. Anyway, <laughs> you, you, have, you have that person like, okay, cool. They didn't even text me or call me or reach out independently. Yeah. And then yet again, if you don't receive anything, you feeling like, man, do people yeah. even care? Yeah. So yeah. both of you guys are holding Facebook up here. Look right. at the power. Devil. Exactly. Wow. You know what? It's Rob not, is it's right. It's not as personal though. Like you said, it's not as personal. 
It's, it's the devil. And it's half of the people that I do see is people I know from high school or from any time in my life that I never talked to at all. I knew at one time, but shit. It, I guess it upsets me because I know, like, a lot of people, they'll say, hey, it's not the devil because as long as you know how to use it appropriately, it's not the devil. It's like with any tool, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. But my thing is, usually people that say that, they get caught up in what I'm saying. If you see too many people not posting anything um, on your wall or, like, they not talking to you on there or it's just, like, completely dead to you. Yeah. Like man, this is dull. Why do I even have this? Yeah. So it's like a a need for I don't know, like notification or acceptance yeah. or recognition. No, or, I think you nailed it on the head, right? Especially there. with the liking yeah. of pictures and the liking yeah. of posts and the sharing of posts. Why are you sharing it? Do you mm-hmm. want to be seen? You know, I have a theory for this. I have a, I have a full theory. I'm going to call it the crazy cat lady theory. All right, tell us. More. <laughs> tell I think us more. Facebook yeah. was made for our insecurity of being the crazy cat lady. So it's like, I'm gonna put pictures out there, I'm gonna tell people what I'm doing. Social media in a whole is, is a crazy cat lady theory. Basically, I'm, I want people to know what I'm doing. I want people to see what I'm doing so that they know I'm alive. And the fact that yeah. other people know I'm alive makes me feel alive. Because if they don't, then I'm just a crazy cat lady that will one day choke on something die alone and my cats will eat me but i mean that's a grim take but i feel like really that's our fear it's like people are really into the social media is like i want to be acknowledged i want to make my life feel like it matters and the easiest way to do that is for other people to know what i'm doing i i personally don't understand that because you know that doesn't really change anything in reality but for a moment i it does that's my theory the crazy cat lady theory I, I feel like I feel like Facebook feeds on everyone having a little bit of narcissism inside of them yeah definitely. like me 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 and yeah. stuff like that and so you have that attitude like me 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 let me show you what me 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 has been doing yeah so at the end of the day you go to bed at night knowing that possibly someone is seeing you doing a lot better than them so, but what does that say about that's exactly us, though? But we live in a very celebrity-based society. So where we all and that's what we put on the pedestal. So nah. it's almost like gives you the chance to be like a mini celebrity in a way. Okay, yeah, I, I get that. You know? But overall, like it's it's more like, hey, I probably like attention, or if I don't like attention and I'm just the one that's scrolling for the hell of it. Yeah. Why are you just scrolling for the hell of it? Are you that bored? You right. (laughs) You right. Or like you you just want to do it for the hell of it because so many other people are doing it. Now, I I didn't want to transition to this initially, the the dating apps, etc. But all this talk has kind of resonated with me with something that is is a bit of an annoyance in in, in the dating app thing because I've been on a couple of those, unfortunately. Um, Which ones? I'm not going to go there. Yeah. But, <laughs> but what I want to say is to any ladies listening to this, so all two of you listening to the podcast right now, um, please do not take that picture. I know that John Hancock is a beautiful building, but I've seen this one picture done a billion times. It's the woman's bathroom in the John Hancock. It's a beautiful scene, but they all take the same picture crouching down. 
and it, it's just such a boring picture. And so, please delete that photo. The second photo I would request, I know I sound like a dick right now. Crouching Tiger. But the second one, the Crouching Tiger, John Hancock. <laughs> but the second photo is the one where you went on some kind of missions or, like, you went to Africa or, you know, some some different country to, to help out, which is a great thing. Right. And I think that's beautiful, to be honest. But I'm for some reason, it irks me when I see that one picture where it's, like, that one girl or guy in, in a bunch of, like children around you that are different colored and you're in the middle of it and you're hugging them i know i sound like such a dick right now but like (laughs) and to see that so many times and then to see it on a dating app for some reason irks me like i think that's a beautiful thing that you did but i I just don't like the promotion of it i guess it's almost like they're making that moment filthy yeah no something pure and yeah yeah i get that part i just i wanted to take into consideration like the ones that are actually passionate about it. Sure. And they really want to share that passion with other people. You're right. Like, we do need to consider those people. Yeah. I feel like we're just talking based on what we usually see and how it's being portrayed. Yeah. And nine out of ten chances, if we're taking it that way, it's portrayed that way, it's that way from that person. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've been cynical about it because yeah. I see it so much. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I you like feel the like they're pimping it out almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I, I also I think, you. but I, at the same time, I really think there it's an awesome thing. Yeah, it is an awesome. If thing. it is genuine, yeah. but the photo op if, is not cool. <laughs> my biggest thing is like all the social media is like people always trying to capture the moment, capture the moment, capture the moment. You're not really living in the moment. Then you, you're right. always like, this is what I ate. This is what I'm doing right now. I swear to God, how many times have you seen somebody at the club? Literally, they don't look like they're having a good time. As soon as they put Snapchat on or some shit, they cheesing and they're <laughs> dancing. And then as soon as the Snapchat goes off, they're just like back to being like miserable and shit or just yeah. whatever. That shit pisses me off. I, I mean, that's not life. That I, I agree. No, it's that. not. It's a facade. Yeah. Yep. But uh, I just want to end on a kind of a more uplifting note. <laughs> no, but I do think that's a that's yeah. a topic that needs to be discussed more. Right. As far as like, I mean, it's our generation. We're still relatively young. I mean, we're part of it, so it's true. Yep. Um, but kind of you know, moving on. I just want to kind of I want to thank you guys for coming on the show. Obviously, it's been awesome talking to you it's guys. Been an honor, man. Um, for the listeners. I don't know if you can tell, but we've been drinking a bit um, towards the end. It might have gotten to us a bit. But, uh, no, I really want to thank Rob um, and Andre for coming. Um, It's been a blast for the first episode, too, especially. Thanks for having us. I hope you enjoyed the very first episode of The Inside Joe. If you want to get more involved with the show, please email us at theinsidejoe at gmail.com with any topics you want us to discuss or any comments you might have for us. Also, we have a Twitter account at The Inside Joe, um, so follow us there for the latest news. Till next time, gumbay.